Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about the type eight leaders and we're asking the question, can they be good leaders? And the answer to that is fairly obvious. Of course they can be. In fact, there's probably more type eight or maybe type three leaders as CEOs of companies and organizations around the country than maybe any other type. So type, the real question should be, can type eights work for a leader, work for someone else who is a leader? Because type eights naturally are gonna to gravitate toward leadership positions. I don't think eights are always gonna seek out leadership, uh, but they're gonna be promoted uh, and pushed forward into leadership often. Uh, they may very well seek out leadership positions because most eights I talk to have a hard time thinking of themselves working for other people, especially people that they think are incompetent. So today we're gonna to be talking about the type eight leaders. Type eight leaders are the big thinker uh, type people, big picture people. They want to know what is it we're supposed to do and how can we get it done, period. Bottom line, then let's do it. Then let's move forward. Let's not give a bunch of excuses. Let's not get bogged down in red tape. Let's not get bogged down in bureaucracy. Let's not get bogged down in following a bunch of made up rules by people who aren't here anymore in this company. Uh, eights are going to tend to think, what's the objective? Once I understand the objective, then let's go accomplish it. Let's go get it done. They're not going to seek, maybe they're not going to be inclined to seek a bunch of awards or a bunch of prestige because of it. They want to control their environment and they don't want their environment to be controlled by others. So if you give them the freedom to get their work done, they're going to get their work done. Give them uh, some leeway, give them some permission, and uh, they're, going to get, they're going to get stuff done. They're going to detect when people are not being honest and not being direct and not being straightforward and it's going to bother them. A lot of what they do looks like anger. Um, a lot of their emotions sometimes get translated into anger. Eights want to deny their own vulnerability. They want to think of themselves as strong and competent, and they're going to deny anything within them that, that feels like it's weakness. And they just will forget that about themselves, and that way they kind of forget themselves because they they get out of touch with anything that seems small or insignificant or weak that feels unpleasant and uh, will just hinder them from being productive and so they identify with their strengths and they identify with getting stuff done they wake up in the morning they don't think about do people love me they don't think about am i a person of worth uh, and they don't really sit and, and run a lot of strategy in their heads before they move forward they are just inclined to take action and then think later. So action comes first and then thinking comes later and then last comes feeling. So they're an action type, a body type, a gut type, and they're gonna go with their gut with what they believe is right at the time and they don't want to be hindered and hemmed in by a bunch of established rules or regulations that are going to keep them from being productive. Once they know what the goal is, or once they establish in their mind what the goal is, then they're gonna to want to move forward to accomplish that goal. And they have a great ability to motivate others, to, uh, to empower others. They lend their power, or they sort of share their power with others, um, and others are empowered by them to accomplish that goal. They'll step first, and they'll, they're decisive people who will take action and step out first, and so other people are willing and inclined to follow eights because they look confident because they are confident because they deny their own weaknesses and deny their own vulnerability. So when you shut out your own weakness and vulnerability and you believe yourself to be strong and you identify with strength and you're opposed to injustice 
and you want to protect the common man and especially those that are on the inside of your uh, relationships on the inside of your fort they look like they have a lot of boldness and determination and uh, eights are bold and determined people who uh, don't sit around wasting a lot of time worrying about making um, you know the, the skeptics happy they um, they know what they want and they move forward and get it they have uh, big appetites their sin of course is lust and the way that gets translated is intensity in in everything and so if we're going to argue we're going to argue with intensity if we're going to accomplish a goal we're going to accomplish it with all of our intensity we're going to deny our weaknesses and stay up late and we're going to hammer after this thing until it's accomplished um, the intensity may be in, in in how much food they eat or how they exercise um, or when they go on a diet that you know it consumes their mind and their actions and everything in their life will be set aside in order to accomplish that goal or to stay on that diet or to achieve that um, to achieve that that goal that they've set before them or that change in their life that they've set before them so they work hard they play hard they um, they may exercise hard or they may sit down to a meal and eat a lot um, because they're going to be big bold um, intense people even though they may be small in stature they're going to carry a certain size about them when they walk into a room they are assertive types eight sevens and threes are the assertive types that are going to walk into a room and they're going to expect that i'm here now so let's get this party started let's get this project going let's get you know they they, they feel like that since they showed up now you know the lights are on in this room and people need to move and people need to act and things need to change eights are going to get frustrated when they see an organization or they see a company or they see a business that isn't doing well and people are trying to be careful and not hurt others feelings and they see the profits declining or they see the attendance declining and everybody's being careful so as to not hurt people's feelings eights just want to call it out and say here's what the problem is here's what here's what needs to happen here's what needs to change I'm sorry it hurts your feelings I'm sorry you don't like it but it's time for you to get off and leave and it's time for you to move aside and let somebody else and eights just they just see you know all of the shenanigans that are going on and they want to cut through all of that and they want honesty and truth and they want fairness and justice and they want you know just the people to quit playing games and people would just would just do what they ought to do if people would just um, keep the main goal the main goal and stay focused and not worry about you know all these side things and hurting people's feelings then they could accomplish what they're what they set out to accomplish and so eights are kind of like sledgehammers like that you know they just come into an organization or into a family dinner and where everybody's you know trying to be careful and not say something that's offensive and beat around the bush eights just want to throw it out there and and believe that if we could all just be honest if we could all just be direct if we could all just say what we mean and mean what we say everything in life would be so much easier and um and so let's talk about a list here of some 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 character traits that i think will help eights be good leaders first of all what's on their radar screen remember every type is looking around with their radar screen assessing something you know and for the eights i think what that is is they want to know you know who's in power 
who's really in power, not who has the titles, but who is everybody looking to as the authority? Who has the power, and are those people using the power that they have in a way that benefits the organization, benefits the common man, that benefits everybody? Are they misusing their power? Then they need to be called to reckon for it. You know, are they misusing their power? Then they need to be called out and they need to be dealt with. Are they using their power appropriately? How do I gain power? Um, and then how do I use that power to empower others or to help others? How do I create a power base and, um, and then use that to, um, uh, to accomplish what needs to be accomplished, what needs to be done? And again, they're very big picture oriented. So they're going to come back to, you know, what's the purpose of this company? What's the purpose of this organization? What's the purpose of this church? You know, what's the purpose of it? Then let's quit playing games and let's get, let's get settled and let's get real about this and let's mean what we say and let's do what we, what we say and let's not play games. So eights are going to be leaders and they're going to be, um, um, you know, sometimes scratchy to people. Um, they don't intend to hurt people's feelings. They just intend to get things right and get it done. But people are sometimes going to be set back by the intensity and by the focus and by the power of the eight. And sometimes they're going to be, you know, upset and hurt and angry uh, at the eight. And the eight's not always going to understand why. They're going to think, why would you be upset with me? I'm just willing to say what needs to be said. I'm just willing to do what needs to be done. And they may not realize that they're coming across so direct, so harsh in other people's perspective, or so combative. And in some ways, I think the, the big lesson maybe you could take away from this video today, I know we haven't gotten even to the list yet, but one of the things I think you could take away from this is probably when it comes to eights, is the one thing that you're going to have to learn uh, is not how to be a leader because you naturally will be. That's your strength set. Your, your superpower is power. Your strength is strength. Okay. What you're going to have to learn um, throughout your life is how to moderate that strength. It's how to temper that strength and use only what's necessary and not to overuse your strength or to overplay your hand. So when you think about like Superman, for example, you know, I mean, Superman can do everything. It's ridiculous. I mean, how can anybody, how can anybody get in a fight with Superman? I mean, he literally shoots lasers out of his eyes, blows ice out of his breath, can spin the world backwards and go back. I mean, go back in time. I mean, it's ridiculous. He can do any bullets, can't stop him. The only thing is kryptonite, right? So it's ridiculous. He's got every superpower you could possibly imagine. X-ray vision is just ridiculous. It's an overkill, right? But if you read through Superman comics, or if you care anything about Superman, what you'll notice is the big problem for Superman is not how do I get this job done or how do I overcome this enemy. It's how do I moderate my strength in order to fit the situation. And I think in some ways, eights, that's your real challenge, is how do you, how do you present only enough strength necessary to move forward without isolating people, without pushing people back, without scaring people, without creating conflict, without creating enemies, without um, you know creating more frustration for yourself, is learning how to moderate that strength and how to um, to be gentle, you know, how to be gentle. I remember one episode of Gilligan's Island where he. He ate some radioactive spinach seed and he could crush everything and pick everything up. And he was trying to learn how to drink, you know, out of a coconut 
coconut milk out of a coconut and every time he'd pick up a coconut he'd crush it because he was too strong he'd just crush it all and eights can kind of be like that you know um they don't know their own strength you don't know your own strength or realize your own strength and sometimes maybe you bring more strength more um more um what's the word not more strength because strength is a good thing but you may apply that strength to um uh without as much thought as necessary okay because you act first and then you think later okay then you think well was that really the right thing to do or does or you know or you act and then you wonder uh oh i wonder if i should have talked to my wife before i made this decision for the family or i wonder if i should have talked to the bank before i made this decision Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, some lists of strengths, and this comes from uh, the Nine Types of Leadership by Beatrice Chestnut. Uh, type Eight Leaders' Core Characteristics: Number One, Big Energy and Big Presence. Big Energy and Big Presence. Um, eights are very going to be tend to be very energetic people who uh, can be imposing. You know, even little Danny DeVito. I think is an eight, right? And so think about Danny DeVito, you know, the guy off of Taxi and off of so many shows and TV shows. Small stature, but a big personality, you know? Uh, big, imposing, gonna get his will known and made and, and get what he wants to happen in life. Although he's very small in his physical stature, he's gonna make a big impression, and eights are like that. So big energy and big presence. Um, not afraid to work long hours to get their stuff done or to get done what they 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 care about Okay, number two eights have a can-do mindset eights have a can-do mindset in other words eights don't wake up wondering You know, I wonder if I'm able to do this. I wonder if if I've got the ability It's never a question of their ability. It's will other people get out of the way Will other people create so much roadblock and head, you know and headaches for me that I can't accomplish this and you might see eights quit not because they don't feel like they're capable of doing it, just because they don't want to put up with all the nonsense of the people that are, are withholding them. So eights get the job done, quote unquote, no matter what. If you, give them the, if you give them the permission, in a sense, if you give them the keys to the company, they're going to get the job done. No matter what. They have an enormous confidence in themselves. Because they shut down anything that seems vulnerable or weak or sad, they tend to like shut that stuff off and not pay attention to it and not focus on it that's what they want to move away from just start talking to them about being a little kid and you know and watch them start to get nervous talk to them about what it was like to be a little kid and to feel like you know that they were being taken advantage of or that they had to grow up too soon or that uh, they couldn't control their environment and somebody was getting the better of them and they decided that they weren't going to let that happen anymore and that you know, that, that's the lesson that they took away from childhood is that they needed to grow up. That uh, not like a one who needed to parent themselves, but they needed to grow up and they needed to be powerful so that others couldn't hurt them or take advantage of them. And you might say hurt them or take advantage of them any longer. All right, so, or maybe they need to grow up in order to take care of somebody else. Maybe somebody else was coming along in their family and they felt like they need, maybe their parents weren't there for them and they need to grow up so that they could take care of, which is a very eight thing, you know, to be this powerful, strong person who has this soft, gentle inner core that wants to take care of and nurture, you know, the little ones that are under my care, the little ones. 
All right, so they have an enormous confidence in themselves and they assume that they can do anything they put their minds to. They don't sit around and wonder, you know, I wonder if I got the ability to do this. They just kind of look at it like, absolutely, I could do it. Why couldn't I do it? Okay, number three, powerful, strong, and fearless. Well, you can see those are going to be great characteristics to take into leadership. I mean, that's what makes you a leader is confidence, right? You have a plan and you step forward and you just believe in yourself. And that's what eights naturally do. Powerful, strong, and fearless. No problem owning their own authority. Now, I'm a seven and I'm close to an eight. You know, I've got that eight wing. It's not my most, it's not my strongest wing, but I have that eight wing. But I know as a seven, I'm still in the thinking group, not in the action group, you know, and I, it's hard for me sometimes to, um, you know, to own my own authority. I want to sit and think and, you know, spin and ask questions and, um, you know, I'm doing it right now, kind of wringing my hands, you know thinking through all of what could happen. And then I try to work with people in terms of like flat line management, like we're friends, you want this to succeed, right? So how can I motivate you? Eights, they don't do all that stuff. True eights don't have a problem coming in and saying, you need to have your work done by eight o'clock. You understand? Not nine o'clock, eight o'clock. If you have a problem with that, then we can deal with it right now. And eights, they they can they can just I, I admire that that ability to just lay down the law and just lay down expectations, to know that you're in charge, and then to just communicate that. I think people you know want that, as long as you're not heavy-handed about it. I think people long for that. They want the the lines to be drawn and the expectations to be drawn, and they don't want you know somebody trying to just him and haw and hint around at what they expect they they want somebody to give them clear expectations and i think eights provide that in a good way for for their um you know in their environment if they're healthy healthy eights will provide that in a good way decisive all right number four eights are decisive again something that i need i need to lean on that eight to be more decisive person more decisive leader because because of my thinking first, I can always, you know, well, what about this scenario? What about this scenario? What if this happened? Well, what about that? And then as a seven, you know, we always like to keep our options open and have escape plans and keep everybody happy and keep everything, you know, light and encouraging. Eights, you know, they're willing to just move over here and follow their gut and say, man, I know enough, that's the right decision. That's the right choice. And they might be a little heavy-handed in it, and anybody who doesn't agree with that ought to be, you know, they might be a little heavy-handed with that. But but I can admire and appreciate that ability to say, uh, this is what we need to do. And they'll believe in it, and they'll start moving forward, and they'll start working toward that goal and accomplishing it without that indecision. You know, and indecisive leaders can be so frustrating. Um, it's frustrating to be a leader and to know that you have a tendency towards being indecisive. And I know it's difficult and it's frustrating to try to follow a leader that's indecisive because they're always moving the goals, you know, uh, to try to keep people happy. 
Well, when you're an eight, you don't necessarily care about keeping people happy. You care about getting junk done. You care about doing your best and getting stuff done and protecting the little folks, you know. And so you know what the goal is. And once you identify the goal, then people are either on board with you or they're not. But when you move the goal, when you're indecisive, it's very frustrating for everybody. So again, something I need to lean on more, my eight wing, and just say, here's the goal. We're not, we're not apologizing for it. We're not making excuses about it. We've identified it. There's our target. That's what we're shooting for. Everybody on board, then let's go. Any questions? You know, see Lorraine outside the door. You know, pay the lady outside the door if you get any questions. Pay the office person out front and get your check and go home. You know, here's what we're going to do. Being decisive is a very important, you know, element of leadership. Um, and eights don't have a problem making tough decisions. You know, they're willing, they trust their instincts. They don't doubt their instincts. They've learned, you know, to not doubt themselves, right? So they don't doubt their instincts. All right, next, unafraid of conflict. How important is that in leadership? Anybody that takes on a leadership role can expect what? Conflict. Anytime you say we're going to move in this direction, then you've got the opportunity now for people to criticize that and people to challenge you on that. And if you're afraid of conflict, then you're going to move back and forth. You're going to be what the Bible says, a double-minded man, unstable in all they do, a double-minded person. And eights are just not going to be afraid to look you in the eyes and say, no, we're not doing that. In fact, it's probably their first instinct is to say no. Hey, would you mind if we move these boxes over here? No. Hey, would it be okay if HR uses uh, room 114 instead of no? You know, an A can just look at you and say no. No, that's a, that's a real answer. So many of us have such a hard time, you know, just looking at people and saying no having good boundaries. And uh, I think eights are gonna have good boundaries. They're gonna protect their boundaries, right? And they don't have a problem with conflict, uh, by and large, you know, they don't have a problem with conflict. They trust their ability to handle conflict. Conflict isn't bad. You know, conflict isn't a bad thing. Um, criticism isn't a bad thing. Conflict just needs to be managed and needs to be handled. And if you're, you know, a six or a seven, or a few of the other types, you know, you might really have a hard time want to back down from conflict. Nines hate conflict, you know. Twos don't want to get into conflict. So you might want to back down in the middle of conflict and try to hear every side and give everybody validation and all that. But then there's a time when you just need a leader who will say, I'm sorry, we're not doing it that way. And then he keeps going forward. And everybody goes, well, okay, that's the way it is and that's the way we're going. And that can be that can eliminate so much conflict. I know as a dad, you know, we have five kids and I remember when they were little and I would try to be nice by leaning into the back of the van and saying, hey, where do you guys want to eat for supper? Man, that was a mistake because now I got five little voices all screaming for their restaurant. You know, one of them wants to go to McDonald's and the other one says, if we go to McDonald's, I'm going to kill myself. I hate McDonald's. I won't eat anything. I'll eat anything but McDonald's. And then another kid says, I want to go to Fazoli's, which is a little fast food Italian place. I want to go to Zafoli's because they say it wrong. I want to go to Fazoli's. No, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, I would always get thrown up. We're like, we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese, all right? And what, what I would do is by trying to be compassionate and loving and, you know, open-minded and all that, I'd end up creating conflict 
because I'd give them too many options and they couldn't handle the options and they'd get to fighting with each other and then somebody would be crying and before you know it, the, it would kind of ruin the whole thing. Well, an eight just would say, here's what we're doing. We're going to Burger King because we've got coupons there. I don't like Burger King. I don't want to go to Burger King. Fine, then you don't get anything. Okay, I guess I'll eat something, you know. And so you don't have a lot of conflict because you deal with it and you're not afraid of it. And so there's a great benefit in having somebody like that, having that hammer, you know, in the organization that just deals with it and says, sorry, that's not what we're doing. We're doing this instead. Unafraid of conflict. They often manage it head on. And they're not afraid to go after somebody where there might be conflict and tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, I heard you got a problem with this. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Instead of letting it just kind of stew over here in the corner, you know, and the person then goes and builds a coalition and then the coalition starts to make their demands, you know, and formal complaints, the eight might just go after them and put it into it and be done with it. All right. And the last thing on my list here is honest and direct, honest and direct. And all the eight said, of course, of course, why would you do anything else? Well, look, if you're not afraid of conflict and you're all about the big picture, right and you're decisive then of course be direct you know just be straightforward look people in the eyes and tell them exactly what you think tell them exactly what you mean shoot shoot them straight and you expect people to do that to you but you see if you're if you're not so decisive and you don't like conflict like if you're a nine and you don't like conflict or you're a two and you're a pleaser and you want to just please everybody and be pleasing to people it's very hard you know to um or you're a seven and you want to raise the positive energy or a six, you're afraid people are going to turn against you, right? It can be very hard for you to be direct and honest. Fives, I think, can be very direct and honest because they don't care either. You know, I mean, they, they don't, they're, so yeah, I think eights can be very direct and straightforward. And again, so that's a strength when it's used appropriately. But sometimes maybe it can be a weakness if it's not tempered. If it's not tempered, it could come across, you could come across as harsh hurtful, rude, um, angry, and then you might find that people are, your own workers are turning against you and you don't understand why because you were just being honest. By the way, I think Billy Joel is an eight. Listen to his music from that perspective. Think about his song, Honesty, right? You remember that song? I can find you know people who will tell me whatever I want to hear, but honesty, that's what's really hard to find. Somebody who'll be honest with you. Just listen to his music again. I think I think you'll see he's he's an eight. All right. Um, anything else that I didn't cover that I want to say? Um, I think that pretty well covers what I wanted to cover today. So until next time, guys, be present to life. For an eight, what does that mean? It means uh, to be present to life means maybe you gotta maybe not everything is an argument to win. Maybe not everything is a challenge to overcome. Maybe some things are just to be enjoyed. And, um, you know, everybody's not to be protected or to be fought against. Everything's not a conflict. Everything's not a challenge. Some things are just there to enjoy. And if you can let people talk about ideas and concepts without getting into arguments and bantering, by the way, you know, eights banter because they love you. They banter because they care about you. If they didn't care about you, then they wouldn't they wouldn't spend any time arguing with you because they don't argue with people that don't matter. You know, you don't go up to people on the street and start arguing with them. You argue with people you love. 
from an eights perspective. Um, so being present to life means letting that softer side that, you know, eight goes to two, right? In their health. In their unhealth, they go to five, which is like going out and reloading their weapon, you know, reloading their arguments, reloading their energy to come back, you know. And eights also, you'll see them go to that investigator mode you know, they back you up into a corner and they said, hey, you were supposed to be here at 12 o'clock. Where were you? I called your office and you weren't there. I talked to your friends and they said they didn't know where you were. Investigator mode. See, under stress, you'll see an eight go down into investigator mode like that. But then you might see them just check out and say, peace out. I'm done. And they'll just leave. They'll just disappear and they'll go dark. Like, you know, like like a five just withdraws. You'll see this assertive eight just withdraw and just they've just had enough. They've had their fill. You'll also see eights go to two, you know, when they're when they're loving and, and being gracious and being compassionate and taking care of somebody, um, you know, protecting someone. I think being present for an eight means, um, of course, they trust themselves and they, they believe in themselves, but it's it's maybe putting yourself on the line and, and letting yourself love and be loved knowing that that makes you vulnerable but if you don't let yourself be vulnerable then how can you really love and be loved by others and so kind of get out of that shell you know i think i always talk about eights being like a fort and they keep their safe people on the inside and everybody else is hostiles or settlers out there and they don't other people out there don't matter what matters is that we keep the safety of this fort right in some ways eights themselves are like that little fort you know they've got this hard protective shell and inside you know They've got this soft, vulnerable person that's built this wall around themselves that's so tough and so strong because why? They're self-protective. They're afraid of getting hurt. So to be present to life means you got to come out of your fort sometimes and you got to love people. And that means you might at times get hurt. You might at times have to be vulnerable with them. And, you know, that can be a challenge for you. All right. I'll see you guys next time. Have a blessed day.